From PRI Public Radio International, welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. This week, we set our time-traveling flux capacitor back to the year 1578 with instrumental part music associated with the town of Chichester, but kept in a manuscript now in London's British Library. It contains the only copy we have of some of its pieces, the complete works of at least one composer, and a group of pieces called soulfying songs. We'll find out what that is and discover music from some little-known composers and their slightly more famous contemporaries as today's performers breathe new life into a manuscript dating from the late 16th century. Plus, music from that same collection on our featured release by Le Strange Viles called Eternum, Music of the Elizabethan Avant-Garde.
Eternum, music by 16th century English composer William Mundy, from a CD called Eternum, music of the Elizabethan avant-garde, from additional manuscript 31390, performed by Lestrange Viles. British Library Additional Manuscript 31390, to give it its formal name, has no pictures, not even any colored ink, but the eye is caught by it at first sight. A typical page contains music facing in all directions, which suggests that the people participating in the music making were gathered around a table. The book is in fact technically described as a, quote, table book. The manuscript's title page reads, a book of innomines and other soul-fawing songs of five, six, seven, and eight parts for voices or instruments. Well, how should we refer to this manuscript? The manuscript is associated with Chichester, a cathedral town on the south coast of England, but it lives in London at British Library. The full name, British Library Additional 31390, sounds a bit academic, and that other official title is a little long, and the title says it's music for five, six, seven, eight parts, so let's borrow a technique from those pop music telephone songs. And for this hour, anyway, Let's call this nameless manuscript London 31390. The London 31390 manuscript contains over 125 individual pieces by composers as famous as William Byrd, Thomas Tallis, and the ubiquitous Anonymous, and as unknown as Osbert Parsley, Thomas Mudd, and Clement Woodcock. Well-known foreign composers are represented too, Nicolas Gombert, Thomas Crequillon, and Orlando de Lasso, for instance. Why is this book important? By this time, there are a fair number of both manuscript and printed part books of instrumental music, but table books themselves are rare, and table books of purely instrumental music are virtually unknown. Also, a good many of the pieces in London 31390 are what scholars call unica, that is, not found elsewhere, unique, as it were. There is now, and has always been, only one copy of this book, so until the magical age of digital reproduction, very few people got to see it. To acclimate the ears to the Elizabethan instrumental world of 1578, let's listen to a song by Robert Parsons. Right at the outset, you'll hear the unapologetic dissonance in which at least some Elizabethans seemed to revel.
We heard the vile consort Phantasm play a song of Mr. Robert Parsons on their 2005 Avia CD, The Four Temperaments. Another piece of Mr. Robert Parsons that is found only in our book is this one in five parts. That was another track from Phantasm's 2005 Avia CD, The Four Temperaments. Did you hear the long notes that began the piece and kept going at a slower pace from the other four voices? That part was playing a chant tune that unites nearly half the pieces in our manuscript. All the pieces called In Nomine are built around that chant, Gloria Tibi Trinitas. That explains why the book's title refers to a book of innomines and other soul-fawing songs. Incidentally, the soul-fawing part of the title refers to the practice of teaching singing using the early equivalent of do-re-mi, as in do-re-mi-fa-so-la. In a book that contains no lyrics, maybe soul-fawing is the way to go, say for a young student, say at Chichester Cathedral School. There's an incredible variety in the pieces titled In Nomine in London 31390. About 20 of them are by the same composer, Christopher Ty, with suggestive subtitles of various sorts. These pieces are most often tackled by consorts of vials, but the title page does, after all, just say instruments. Here's a recording of Ty's In Nomine Cry on recorders and vials.
We heard Franz Bruggen leading the Bruggen Consort on the 1968 Telefunken recording English Music for Recorders and Consort of Viols in the 16th and 17th centuries. It's interesting to consider what the word cry might mean in this context. Composers just after this time set the sounds of everyday life as art in their cries of London, country cries, and so on, where the street cries of merchants become the melody. But the opening intervals of this in nomine could indeed suggest the overtones of brass instruments, and it sounds like the players are imagining a battle cry and helter-skelter situation more than a young lass singing out about her ripe cherries ripe. And now, as they say, for something completely different, even though it is still both an in nomine and by Christopher Tye. That was the Kronos Quartet from their 1997 Nonsuch album, Early Music, Lacrimea Antique, performing Christopher Tye's in nomine, Rachel's Weeping. Go on, did you think they were vials for a minute there? Whatever you thought, it seems that the Kronos were thinking of violas de gamba when they recorded the piece this way. Let's hear a vile response to the piece we just heard with Tye's in nomine, Weep No More, Rachel.
We heard Phantasm play Ty's Weep No More Rachel from their 2018 Lynn release, Complete Consort Music of Christopher Ty. Let's explore Christopher Ty's In Nominees a bit further. We'll hear two pieces. The first is subtitled Report, presumably in the sense of voices reporting or imitating what they just heard. After that, we'll hear Ty's In Nomine Trust, in which you'll hear the tune played in equal units of four plus one that have little apparent relationship to the other parts, but just kind of hold things together in a song that, unusually for this period, sounds like it's in five. The player of that line has to concentrate and just trust that all will come out well, and everyone must share that trust.
We began that set with the Rose Ensemble on the first piece, Ties in Nomine, subtitled Report, from their 2004 CD, Elizabethan Songs and Consort Music, on Noxos. The other in Nomine, Trust, was played by Jordi Saval's Hesperion 20 on their 1989 Astre CD, Laudes Deo, Consort Music for Viles. There are two in nominees by the renowned William Byrd in London 31390 that are found nowhere else. Let's hear one of them, played by the vile consort Concordia. That was Concordia playing one of William Byrd's five in nominees from their 1993 Meridian CD Songs and Sonnets, Music for Voice and Viles. Our playlist, podcasts, and archived episodes are online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow our Facebook page and our updates on Twitter by searching for Harmonia Early Music. Harmonia is a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana.
Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Angela Mariani, and this is PRI, Public Radio International. Welcome back to Harmonia. We've been hearing pieces that are only found in the 16th century manuscript we're calling London 31390. The complete works, one piece by one Pickforth, about whom I have just told you absolutely everything we know, is contained only in London 31390. It too is an in nomine, but it's different from all the others and might be described as a 16th century minimalist piece. Every part remains in the same note values throughout the piece, so the top is all quarter notes, another part all half notes, etc. The tune has obviously captured the imagination of players. Here's Fretwork's take on the piece, recorded in 2001 for their album The Hidden Face.
That was the complete works of Pickforth, one piece, done three times, the second time twice the speed of the first, and the third time with all the parts plucked except for the Gloria Tibi Trinitas tune. It comes from Fretwork's 2001 Virgin CD, The Hidden Face. To round out our look at our table book manuscript, let's hear some music in it that also exists elsewhere. Thomas Tallis contributes a lovely solfying song that is only found in one other place, and will follow it with his very well-known O Sacrum Convivium.
Talis's solfying song was played by Phantasm from their Avia CD, The Four Temperaments, followed by his O Sacrum Convivium from Le Strange Viles 2018 Old Focus Recording CD, Eternum, music of the Elizabethan avant-garde from Additional Manuscript 31390. And what a perfect opportunity to hear William Byrd's beloved The Leaves Be Green, or Browning, played here by Fretwork.
let's conclude our journey back to the year 1578 and the manuscript we've dubbed London 31390 with a lively rendition of Robert Parsons' The Song Called Trumpets on Early Instruments. Okay, so there are no actual trumpets, but we had recorders playing trumpets earlier, and this is cornetti, which were the ensemble trumpets of the 17th century, playing with sackbuts, the forerunner of the trombone. All's fair if the title page says instruments. That was the ensemble Ultramontano playing Robert Parsons' The Song Called Trumpets, Lustigalan and Cante Cantata, from their accent recording Coronation Music for Charles II. For our featured recording this week, we're going to play a little more from this 2018 CD by Le Strange Viles called Eternum, Music of the Elizabethan Avant-Garde, from Additional Manuscript 31390. In case you haven't had your fill of in nomine settings yet, here is one by Robert Parsons.
Risque Galliade, music of Jacobus Clemens Nonpapa, and before that, Robert Parsons in nomine for seven parts, both from the CD Eternum, music of the Elizabethan avant-garde, by Le Strange Viles, a 2018 release on the label Old Focus Recordings. More music stories, history, recordings, and other information about the world of early music can be found on our Harmonia Early Music podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org and through iTunes. You're listening to Harmonia from PRI, Public Radio International. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Wendy Gillespie. Thanks to our studio engineer Michael Pashkash and our staff, Wendy Gillespie and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas, with special thanks to engineer Rachel Boyd. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark, our executive producer is John Bailey, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.